If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I haven't seen any pointing fingers. It's uh, it's all of us together, and uh, we win as a team, lose as a team, and I think that the mentality is we're all in this together. We obviously would love to win more games, but no pointing fingers if you can't fall in effort. You know, just coming up kind of stories, play hard, but come up short one way or another. All in this together. High School Musical. I'm still going to say something that I've said week after week, okay? Yeah. These guys, yeah, that's gross, by the way, on your part. Hey, man, Kuz broke that down like a year ago. We had that. Remember you played the song when I did? Almost, okay. Unfortunately. Okay. Um, I I still am a little bit concerned about the lose. I, I, I believe this is the way we cover the team more than the reality because of the Zooms and because of the COVID and everything else. But I still am a little bit concerned that, like, I understand Joe Schobert. I get what he's saying. Listen, we're all in this together. We're staying locked in. And Doug has tried like – I'm sorry, Glenn. That was Glenn. It sounds like Schobert. Schobert said the same thing at the top of the show. Uh, but I You'll think – hear those sound bites together tonight on Jack's Report Live at 7 o'clock on Fox 30. They actually do sound mm. very much alike um, in their cadences and, and everything else. But anyway uh, – I, I get it. Like, that's what Doug should be doing. And Doug's doing a great job of that. I mean, he's keeping them kind of lined up and, and saying, hey, the next week, the next week, the next week. Um, but I'm just still like, I would like to see helmets flying across the wall. And, and I mean, we got fans putting their hands through walls because the Jets win. Are the Jags <laughs> doing that? I mean, are the Jags doing that? That's my question. Like, are they so tired of losing that they're throwing stuff in the locker room? Yeah. Like, to this point, you've lost 11 games in a row and some in maddening style. Yeah. I would think somebody would have tossed something by now. And maybe, and again, it's hard. We don't know. We don't have a good feel for the locker room. We're not in it. And usually these are things that you would know. It's the same thing with the Minshew deal. Like, we don't know enough because we're not in there. We can't go up to them in the, in the locker room, even in, off camera. Yeah. You know, or ask guys like, hey, are you guys wondering what's going on here? You know, those are the things that happen in a locker room. Like, and we can't do that this year. So we have a little bit less of a feel on some of these things that are impacting the uh, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I just, I'm a little, I think that's the next guy's going to come in here and change that around and, and just say, hey, this is not acceptable. Like, if we do lose, I am going to throw a chair across the room. Yeah. Like, uh, like I don't, no one's throwing chairs anymore in locker rooms. Why not? It's 2020 because you can go on Twitter and be cryptic about it. Dude, I lose a prize picks bet or entry. <laughs> Uh, and, and which one? And I throw something. <laughs> no, I hear like, you, man. I mean, we're comp- when you compete, you throw stuff. I once almost took out John Bachman on the golf course with my golf club. <laughs> I heard this story. Uh, and I feel like lawyers were going to get involved in that one. No, no I, listen, I, listen, lawyers would have been. I'd be in jail. I see where you're coming from, right? Like your, your ideal of a team that's losing a lot is the next day you see like five guys with broken hands doing a press conference. It's like, what happened to your hand? Don't worry about it. And you know, like, ah, he punched something because he was upset that he lost. Yeah. That's not how it works anymore. Like, I understand that's not reality, yeah. but I kind of want that, well, yeah. Well, Brent, as the great Bear Bryant once said, uh, losing's not easy, but the more you lose, the easier it gets. Well, that's a good one. That, my, uh, my sister, by the boys. way, knocked out a loose tooth of mine after I kept whooping her in Mario Kart. 
Okay. So I, I understand that. Yeah, there you go. Go. And, uh, go ahead and put yourself in the same realm as Bear Bryant. There you same. go, Stuart. Same. There you yeah. go, Stuart. Same Say Bear Bryant's quote again. You uh, Yoshi, by the way. <laughs> the l- losing's easy. No, losing's not easy, but the more you lose, the easier it gets. Well, that's that's exactly it, though. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's not good. And I'm paraphrasing. It's something. Like I know, but yeah, but that's the point. More. That is my point. They're they're not. I, again, they're not comfortable with losing. They're mad they're losing. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I just don't get the sense from Zoom calls that it's like, like I wouldn't mind hearing about a fight in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> I really wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't need a, uh, like five of them a week. Yeah. I just wouldn't right. mind. I wouldn't mind a tirade on the sideline. Like that somebody now, I mean, heck, the cameras hardly could catch like the game winning field goal yesterday and a Chanel touchdown. So, so I'm not sure they would have caught it. So then are you saying like when Jared Odrick went crazy ballistic on the sideline, you were all about that? When Malik Jackson gets thrown out of a game in, in against San Diego at the time yeah. because he's out of his mind. Like, yeah. yes, I, I think that happens. Yeah. I think people I think that happens when you lose 11 games in a row and yeah. especially when you lose five by four points or less mm-hmm. and four out of the five weeks. Like, I do. I th- I think that stuff happens. I think that's human nature. I'm not saying I, I, we would probably come in the next day and rip them for whatever reason. But it's what happens. And it doesn't seem like it's happening here. It's like, well, gave it her all again. No. Just came yeah. up short. No. I, I, listen. I, I say this every week, okay? So it's not like – and I. I'm just afraid that it's a. Uh, it has become easier to take. And you know what? You you probably aren't wrong with that. And once again, that goes to show you the kind of culture that's been put in place. But also being a former player, you know, who's won t- two games in one season, um, a few other a few others like the previous season. Like I'm here to tell you, just because guys aren't verbally getting it on the sidelines, guys aren't punching walls, guys really aren't coming across as ticked off. They're ticked off. They're, uh, they're ticked off and they're embarrassed, you know, and um, to make a point here where if there was a guy in that locker room and he did get comfortable losing a little bit too much and he was like, man, screw this, whatever. Let's just go out there, get a paycheck and come back in. That guy would be ostracized. That guy would be thrown to the wolves, if you will, because it doesn't matter if you have 10 wins this season or zero wins this season. Like those guys, like these wins still mean something to those guys in that locker room. And if you have one guy, who's trying to go about himself being, I don't care, I don't care, well, then he, he'll be called out, and, and you'll know exactly who it is because that's how the locker rooms work. That's how the NFL works. Simple as that. Anyway, Steven's still on the line? Yeah, let's get to him. He's been hanging for a while. Sorry we didn't get to this part of the discussion, but we do now. Steven, what's happening, man? Hope you had a good weekend. Not too much. I uh, hope you guys had a good weekend, too. Uh, I'm just going to say it. Austin, they listen to you. Todd Walsh finally listened to you. And I don't know if anybody knows, noticed it. They pushed our big man, Dewan Smoot, to the inside. Yeah. And he had a hell of a day as a defensive tackle. Too big to be a defensive end, but a lot faster than your average defensive tackle. And I cannot wait till next year with him, and they better resign him, putting Devon Hamilton and him on the inside. You're going to have deadly defensive tackles, in my opinion. Hmm. Interesting, Stephen. Thanks, man. I appreciate the call. So I was going to break this down this later. Is, well, this is perfect, actually. Uh, you don't have to go. Well, you can do whatever you want with it. But I was going <laughs> to ask. I was going to essentially ask, like, what are they doing differently on defense? It looks different, man. And their defensive efforts have been way better. I, I know they still give up 27 points. But that was overtime. I mean, their defensive efforts are way better. Yeah. So so first of all, um, I've been so adamant about this. Like, I, I feel like I'm just I'm a broken record at this point. 
the big end technique, I don't think it works in the NFL because it takes away essentially what you're trying to do as a defensive end. If you have a defensive end who's athletic, who has a fast get-off, then let him get off the ball. But when you're playing a big defensive end, you're playing run first. And when you play run first, you hesitate. They moved Smoot to the three technique where you can kind of pin your ears back a little more and go. But that wasn't the biggest takeaway that I saw from that game. And I, I talked about it a little bit in my breakdown, uh, but I want to get into a little more here. Would you say that Chase on probably had his best game yesterday, hands down? Well, I, I just want to be uh, in full disclosure. I didn't necessarily notice him that much. I saw Pro Football but Focus he, say he had five pressures. Yeah. And so I'm assuming I, – no, I saw him on the field, so I'm standing up a bit. And so he played more than last week, Brent, and then he had five pressures. So I, I say yes. You just said it. What was the first part you standing said? Standing up. Enough said. Do you okay. think How things many would times? change if I just did the show like this? <laughs> Do I just have to stand up? Hey, hey Jim Cramer, mad feed, money. But, you know, yeah. hey, hey, Jim Cramer, mad money. Downies. Let's do it, man. Right, just... Let's get a little Jim Cramer in here. <laughs> Put our hands on the table. Start hitting the table a little bit. I just broke you, my mic. Hang you on, already hit the table yeah, a lot. Know, but, and by the way, like we can't stand up because you're like six foot six and I'm 5'10". So that's really the reason. So let me get you stilts. So let me get you a box. A There's box. ways around it. So There's nothing wrong with standing on a box for a segment. <laughs> or two sometimes. Thanks. So here's the boxes. So here's the thing about Chase on. Now, was he perfect yesterday? Absolutely not, right? But I saw progress. I'm intrigued now. You know what? And that's let's be honest. Out of these first rounders this year, we haven't used the word intrigued a lot this year. Chason, I was intrigued by him yesterday that's good. because they stood him up. It, it, it's simple. And some guys can do it right out of college, and some guys can't, right? Where you're essentially you draft a, a three-four outside linebacker. You bring him into your scheme. And you say, all right, man. Here's a three-point stance. Learn it. We're counting on you. You're a first-round pick. He goes out there, what happens? Yeah, you, you, you kind of hit or miss a little bit. And I actually, I talked about this a lot during training camp. If you remember my very first day I was at training camp, I said, man, they're doing a lot of drills with Chase on to the side where he's in his three-point stance and yeah. his footwork. And I'm not talking about like full-speed drills. I'm just talking about just one step here, slow motion, one step there. And I'm like, why are they, I mean, this is basic stuff. And then I broke it down. I'm like, it dawned on me. That's right. He's never had his hand in the dirt. He's always stood up. And when you've always stood up as a, co- a collegiate football player and then you come to put your hand in there, Brent, it's like playing. It would be like being a pitcher and saying, you know what? You got a great slider, man. Right? Now let's see your curveball. You know what? You got a slider, but now you're going to throw a curve from, from the rest of your life. Like, it's just, it doesn't happen like that. It takes time. You have to learn how to throw the curveball. You have to learn the proper footwork with your hand in the dirt. And guess what? It does take time because it's one thing to do it in practice. But when you're in the trenches and it's full speed and you're just a fraction of a second off with your footwork or you're a fraction off with your hand placement, you get exposed. And that's what's been happening with Chase on all year. So I was glad to finally see, you know what, let's do what Chase on does well. Let's do what really got him in the door in the first place, what we saw on film from college, and that's him standing up. I hope they keep going down that road with them because you could have something special there. Okay, so overall, you see Chase on standing up a little bit. How different is their defense from the bye week? They have played so much better on defense. And by the way, they've had a ton of attrition yeah. on defense. So they're not as talented on defense, you would say, on paper. Yeah. And they have said, hey, you know what? Forget about Taven Bryan. We ain't doing this. Doug Costin's better than him. You know, But Josh Allen is not on the field, and there's nobody better than him. Mm-hmm. So why has it changed? Like, what Can you see it? Yeah. Do you see it? What are they oh, doing? So it's more aggressiveness. Okay. Since that bye week when Doug Marone said he's going to try some crazy bleep, the biggest difference that I've seen 
on this Jaguars defense, set aside from being able to adapt a little more, putting Smoot in the three, standing chase on up, is their blitz packages. Now all of a sudden you're seeing safety blitzes. You're seeing corner blitzes. You're seeing linebacker blitzes. We didn't see that the first four or no. five weeks. I mean, it was just, oh. No, Schobert got a sack. Yeah. I mean, he came in and got there. It's just, oh, let's go ahead and rush four and see how it pans out. And for whatever reason, whether it was their infatuation with Taven Bryan, whether it was the numbers that Josh Allen produced last year, they refused to blitz. They refused to send the house. And now you're seeing a team that's a little more desperate, that's willing to kind of improvise and say, hey, if we can't get home with four, let's try five out and see how that works. And guess what? The blitzes that they are calling, they're exotic. They're they're confusing offensive linemen, and obviously you see it paying dividends a lot more than it did in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I'd like to break some. Maybe the wallet says it all this week. Maybe we can do something. There. Put in the special request, and it will be done, Brent. Let's do it. I okay. got you. Because I'd like a blitzes little bit so, more detail. So you want yeah, blitz? just Both something defensive. They're doing things differently, man. On mm-hmm. defense, it looks different. Uh, you know, you can sit and tell me good. There are different players in there, all this stuff. Well, that's fine. I think some of the young guys are playing well. I think they finally have given up on Taven Bryant. That's fair. Yeah. But they're still doing stuff. The stuff looks different. We've seen this defensive scheme for a long time, and it hasn't looked like this. The pressure, the standing up, the moving around. I mean, is it is it just a wrinkle here or there? Well, why didn't they do it earlier? Well, like, <laughs> why did it take so long to do this? Like, you know, listen, I'm guilty. I'll hold myself accountable. Taven Bryan, I thought, looked really good in August. I'm like, hey, give some of these guys time, you know? Yeah. He wasn't like a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll be patient with him. But obviously they were way too patient with him, whether that's call from Caldwell in the front office or the coaches were just too patient for him with him. They're better without him. Yeah. They're better with him not playing. Yeah. But why should it take you're about it's a winning business. It's not about making people feel good. I've said this about the quarterback spot before. If that guy isn't good enough, I don't care where you picked him, how much you paid him, admit your mistake and move to the next guy. Well no, that's the thing, right? Because listen you show me a, a GM and a coach that stood behind James Robinson, and I'll show you a Taven Bryan, right? It, it works both ways. We heard the praises of James Robinson, and you know what? Regardless of how long the tenure of Doug Marone lasts, you're always going to know that, hey, Doug Marone was right about that one. You know, when James Robinson, he was right. Yeah. But then on the other side of the coin, what we've heard about Taven Bryan as well, hey, he's looking better this year. Um, he's not thinking as much. He's looking explosive in training camp. All that verbiage and everything and let's be honest, I don't think he's even starting anymore. No, right? he's not. So, he's hardly playing. So, so that tells you all you need to know about Taven Bryant. Now, I get it. When you draft a first-round guy like that, Brent, they have a longer leash, right? Because I'm not sure who was responsible for bringing Taven Bryant in. It's, it smells like a, kind of like a Coughlin move to me because keep in mind, when the Giants were the Giants back in the heyday, they had a, a lot of defensive linemen, you know, and they would interchange, things like that. It could have been a Coughlin move. It could have been a Dave Caldwell move, but I guarantee Todd Wash, Doug Marone, had some sort of influence on that. So when that happens, you get a first-round guy, you want to, like, you're going to ride that dude to the wheels fall off. Because if, if, if he ends up being a bust, well, that's bad on you. Mm-hmm. So you want to try to squeeze every um, possibility to say, hey, we were right about this yeah, first-round pick. Absolutely. And you know what? It obviously hasn't working. So yeah. it, it is what it is from that standpoint. But I just like seeing finally we have a situation with Todd Wash, whoever's calling these defensive plays, where it's like you're putting guys in positions to succeed. Ego gets in the way sometimes in this business. And whether it's coaching or picking players, the Jags have their inability to say we made the wrong choice. In certain situations, Blake Bortles, for instance, uh, Taven Bryan, 
has really set the organization back in a lot of different ways. All right, let's go prize picks right now. Prizepicks.com, the prize picks app. We got two games tonight. We got Pittsburgh playing on Washington. And, I mean, uh, can um, I watch the Pittsburgh game uh, or not? More on that a little bit later. Let's go prize picks first. Uh, and then mm. a little bit later on, San Francisco and the Bills. Yep. All right, I'm going to tell you something now. Oh, okay. Like, watch out for Washington today in this game. Really? Yeah. Um, they're playing they, – another team playing hard and playing well at times and okay. sometimes not good enough. Uh, you, you see – listen, we saw something happen last night nobody expected. The Giants to go out to Seattle and win with Colt McCoy. Mm-hmm. You know, so some of these teams are playing really good and gutsy football. Heck, Denver on the road, mm-hmm. not good at all, no mojo going on, and they almost pull off an upset against Kansas City. So I'm not sleeping on Washington here. And Alex Smith's only 13.4 points, man. Not bad. I understand the Steelers' defense, but I'm going over on Alex Smith. That's not much. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been actually doing a nice job, yeah. and they're going to give him chances to throw the football. Now, you got to be careful because that defense will pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I like Alex Smith over the 13.4. You know, I'm not mad that you kind of stole mine, but I'm going to allow it because we're both on the same page right now. My mouth, my mouth, my mouth. So here's my guy. Okay. And listen, I hate playing this game because it's like playing Russian roulette. What Steelers receiver do you go with? I know it's tough. Right. It's so hard. It's like Clay Patriots running back to go with last year. Johnson. So here's the thing. Claypool. I love him, man. All right, he's they, they call him the Canadian Megatron, right? That's, that's what his nickname is. Is he from Canada? Yeah, I don't know. That's what they're calling. Yeah, yeah, he's the Canadian, uh, yeah, Megatron. Let's go with that. So with Claypool, though, you need time to get that guy the ball because he runs all the deep routes, right? He, he's going to be the guy that gets like the eighty-yard reception in the end, whatever it's going to be. I don't see that happening here because if you want to talk about the strength of the this Washington football team. It's their pass rush. It's their defensive line. I think Big Ben's going to be under duress a lot in this game. And if that's the case, give me the guy out of the slot. Give me the guy who the ball's got to go to at a very fast pace. Give me Juju Smith-Schuster at the over Ooh. with 14 points. I like what but, you're doing. By the way, it's uh, Mapletron. Oh, Mapletron? Yeah, Canadian. The Canadian Maple. Megatron okay. is Mapletron. Gotcha. That makes sense. That's even better, yeah. That was horrible by me. All right, prizepicks.com, the PrizePix app. you got to play along with us now. Use the promo code JAX, J-A-X, and uh, you can get a 100% match on up to $100 of your first deposit. And by the way, I think later this week we're going to start uh, the final four weeks of the NFL season doing some standings, having some fun, give away some prizes. But you got to get in this week on prizepicks.com and the PrizePix app. you got to use the JAX promo code, J-A-X, if you want in to, to have a chance to win some prizes uh, later in the month of December and as we turn the calendar on 2021. Man, real quick, because this is kind of a monumental day. It's we got two games. Break them off something for the for the next game. Okay, so here's where I'm going. All right, uh, Josh Allen's a little bit too much, I think, against that San Francisco defense. Mm-hmm. 22 and a half. I don't trust it because and it's been at up San and down. Fran, right? It was at Arizona. Oh, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. uh, Nick Mullins, I'm never buying into Nick Mullins. <laughs> Nick Mullins. Uh, I, I think San Francisco is going to come to play here, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with Stephon Diggs. I trust the receiver. I love the receivers because it really just takes one big play. Mm-hmm. 17.8 points. I think. A touchdown and, and a couple of catches, and you're golden yeah. on Stephon Diggs. So I'm going to take uh, Stephon Diggs on the over for the Buffalo Bills, who I do believe win this game. I just think it will be – it won't be easy sledding. Yeah. And it's certainly not going to – the the defense getting healthier for San Francisco. They're getting healthier overall. Yeah. So I, I think this will be a pretty hard-nosed football game tonight. Listen, if we're talking about Mostert. 
He's intriguing, obviously, making his uh, kind of you know, his appearance back, um, come back from an injury. I don't like the 13, though. Uh, play that at your own risk. I'm taking Jordan Reed. I think that if the, if the 49ers get down in this game, which they very well could be, the tight end has always been featured in this type of offense. Obviously, when you got uh, – who's the tight end that got hurt? Obviously, the big guy. Um, uh, yeah, Kittle. Kittle, thank you. When George Kittle's out, someone's got to step up. Jordan Reed, when he's healthy, he's produced, not only in receptions but also yardage. Give me Jordan Reed with the over of 8.2 for my entry. All right, so there you go. PrizePicks.com, the Prize Picks app. Remember, the Jax promo code, J-A-X. It's free dollars. 100% match up to a $100 deposit. Yeah. I like free dollars. Check it out. And chance to win some prizes later this month, but you got to get in this week uh, so we can keep the standings for the next four Sundays on winnable entries uh, for you. So check out prizepicks.com, well, prizepicks app. We're having a blast. And, and to be fair, too, it's got an easy follow-along system, so you know exactly how your guys are doing because, well, if you can't watch the Steelers game here in Jacksonville, you can at least follow along with the points a little bit. Can't you, Brent? Yes, Daily Fantasy Simplified. Just like that, over under. You don't need your whole team to win. You just need two guys to win, as many as five, by the way, on uh, prizepicks.com. Why can you not see the Steelers game in Jacksonville yeah. tonight? You better stand up for this one, too, because I want an explanation. Here it comes. We'll get into it, people, next on ESPN 6 Night. Martino. Well, listen, if we wanted to just bump WWE by like a half hour or a few minutes, yeah. we should have just rolled your your highlight tape. Oh. Austin Lane. Oh, and there it is. And now Brent's playing ball. All of a sudden, Chapman throwing some high heat at me. Watch out for that suspension, Brent. Real quick, though. <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 6.90. Let's see if he's going to celebrate today at 5 o'clock. We'll tell you about it. You might not be able to see it. So here's the deal. Weber, you let me know when you're going to show everybody. This is what happens. Um, the... <laughs> We first let me sh- let me give you the background, then I'll tell you what the last couple of days have been like dealing with it, um, because this is always fun in our profession. <clears throat> the Steelers and Washington game got moved to Monday with all the COVID stuff. Correct. You know, obviously Steelers played on last Wednesday, so they're actually playing twice in, in a short amount of time. But mm-hmm. yeah, teams do it Sunday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, the Steelers have been thrown off, by the way, big time by COVID-19 all year. Yeah. And their schedule has not been fault. their fault. No. <laughs> Which is fascinating. But uh, so they move it to 5 o'clock. So I'm just assuming that we have the game. Well, we get an email like on Thursday or Friday from our programming guy. And he's like, yeah, we're not having the game. I'm like, what do you mean we're not having the game? Because we have Jags Report Live at 7. So if we have the game, we can't show Jags Report Live. We're going to move it to Tuesday. Sure. And so we've, we're thinking it's going to be on Tuesday. Well, like we don't have the game. I'm like, wait a minute, we have a game. Why, why wouldn't we have a get the game? And the NFL decided to regionalize the game. And now why? I mean, so the understanding that I have is it's basically it's based around the Sunday ticket exclusivity. That's the phrase I keep okay. getting. So something it's to protect Sunday ticket in some way, shape, or form to not show another game 
on Monday that normally wouldn't have been shown. And so the point being, so there's three different categories where you can see this game. So Orlando, Gainesville, Tampa showing the game. Some places out in the the Midwest showing yeah. the game. So regionalization-wise, it makes sense for Pittsburgh area and Washington area to show the game, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody in that area that usually would see a Pittsburgh game, usually see a Washington game, they're going to see it. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the criteria. The second one is your football team, is it's impacted by the playoff race at all going on? You know, so like Dallas, yes, they could show it there. Mm-hmm. The Giants, which kind of probably fits in the regional window anyway, same with Philly, but that's my point. Baltimore, okay. well, that would fit in the same one. Um, but the Jags are one and eleven. The Jags don't fit in any playoff race. Yeah, not impacted by either one, Pittsburgh or Washington. The last one is an interesting one. It's if you were already showing the game on Sunday. What I didn't find out is this was this a one o'clock game originally slated? I'm assuming it was. Which it was means probably one that would have been opposite Jacksonville. And so we wouldn't have shown the game because we're showing the Jaguars and Vikings. Of course. And so there's three criteria huh. just to go over again. Regionalized, yeah. playoff implications, or already showing the game. So the reason why like Tampa, Orlando, Gainesville have it is because they were probably showing that game and the Jaguars game. Gotcha. But see, local rules, usually you don't show another game against the Jags game, or it was already on CBS, and so we were showing the Jags instead. Wait, so Tampa's showing theirs because the Bucks already played uh, like a previous? No, the Bucks were on a bye. But oh, they're on a bye. Okay, I'm just saying gotcha, yesterday, gotcha, okay. if this game was normally scheduled at 1 o'clock gotcha. on CBS, or on Fox, on Fox, yesterday, Tampa and Orlando were going to show it. Okay. And on CBS in Orlando and Tampa, they were going to show Jags Vikings. Gotcha. Well, we here in Jacksonville don't do that. We don't show a game opposite the Jags. That's to protect the home turf. That That's like You're most welcome, around Jags the fans. NFL. Mm-hmm. Well, so we showed two games in the afternoon instead yesterday. We showed a game on Fox and a game on CBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that last criteria we don't meet because we weren't showing the Steelers game. So bottom line is we don't meet any of the criteria. Mm. And... Now, I've heard it's on DirecTV, and DirecTV is going to show it. I've also heard somebody else say it's going to be on NFL Network on a replay Channel later 7, tonight. 13, by the way, DirecTV. Are you They're sure? Because it. I've heard 712, 750. <laughs> so, so is it One of the 700s. Yeah, just go go to your DirecTV and see in the 700s where that game would be. DirecTV. Okay, so. Cut the cable. Here's the. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, unless we're, like, we're sponsored, then yes, DirecTV all day. Great, um, great packages. Well, listen, I got it from my kid. Well, and, and there's a couple other things going on right now that have already annoyed viewers. The Tegna station in town, which is the ABC affiliate and NBC here in Jacksonville. Okay. And I'm not really hammering them because this stuff happens in all local TV. We just went Get through it, it with our dish. Well, we did. You remember you hearing the dish commercial yeah, yeah, with yeah. Fox? Yeah. Well, so they're going through the same thing with direct TV right now. They're negotiating. So people are right. Like the Steelers, you couldn't watch the game on direct TV last week. And so now you can't watch the Steelers again, and they're undefeated. Hey. And by the way, half of Pittsburgh lives in Jacksonville. Oh, <laughs> like, maybe, hey, maybe take the hit and go back home. How's that sound? I'm just kidding. I love Pittsburgh people. So anyway, after all that, that's the explanation, okay? I worked hard for you folks well, now to, hang, to try to figure out the explanation. Okay, now hang, hang on. You said you worked hard for those people. But did you fight for the people? No. Did you? See? And there's the problem. Oh, and therein lies the problem. 
Listen, I, I you can't know, fight the NFL, man. You I, can't yeah, fight that machine. You, but at least give the, I'm the notion to get that you Minshew did. Back at quarterback. <laughs> I only had so much time. I'm just saying, a simple email like that you would have took a picture of and screenshot that and put it out to your Twitter. I mean. Try to save face right now because I guarantee the Steelers fans, including myself, because I have Benny Snell going to fantasy tonight, I would like to watch him run the football. Right now, you're letting us down, Brent, because you're not fighting for us. You're not fighting for the Steelers fans out there, and it's noticeable. And I'll be honest, I was disappointed when you played a 1990-whatever game for preseason over SmackDown. By the way, <laughs> yeah, how true. are those ratings? Did that pan out? Yeah. Not as good as I thought Which, it would be, by actually. Way, Brent sent an email to the people at the uh, the national level, the NFL, the, the big office. They would be having a radio show and making fun of us right now like we're about to do to the people that sent us emails. Well, so, you know what? If we meet them in the streets, we'll see what happens, right, Brent? Okay, so here's the deal, right? We start getting emails from Pittsburgh fans yesterday. I tell you, Pittsburgh fans are pretty hey, smart. It's a passionate fan base, Pittsburgh too. fan knows, hey, they got to go find their stuff and like, holy crap, they're not playing our game in Jacksonville. What are we going to do? <laughs> and so, I mean, here they are. We are showing on the video feeds oh, yeah, hey, right let me, now. Let me bring this up. Here's what we get. Steelers going to be on local TV tomorrow against Washington? Question mark. That was a nice one. That was rough. Is the Steelers game going to be televised today? I think I think Stewart built this and he kind of clipped some things out. Yeah. Hopefully blocked all the swear words out. Why are Gainesville, Orlando, and Tampa getting this game on television, but Jacksonville is not? Are their customers more important than your Jacksonville customers are? I'm asking the same thing right now. <laughs> hey, I'm asking the same thing listen, right now. I don't feel very respected. I'm sorry. Uh, I think it stinks that you will not be broadcasting this game. The only undefeated team left, and you're ignoring it. Shame on you. <laughs> shame on, I love the shame on you. Dear Sports Department, why are you not showing the Steelers versus Washington game tomorrow at 5? The Steelers are 11-0. Don't you think this game deserves to be on television? Hey, Brent, let me ask Please you. reconsider. Brent, let me ask you this. Do you think the game deserves to be on television? Do you think it does? I, I, I do. Okay. Okay, as long as you think it does. Uh, and this one is the best one. At least for now. Yeah. Because we have a couple of Here fresh ones in. Here we go. You need to show this game tonight for the Jacksonville area. If you don't, you will lose a lot of viewers. Mm -hmm. I, for one, will never watch Fox 30 ever again, even if the Steelers are on in the future. Wow. So this is the classic one, okay? Mm -hmm. This is what we get in TV world. We get this a lot. I'm sure I have several voice messages down there. I just haven't checked. <laughs> so this is the guy or a gal. I think this was a guy. And this is a guy that basically says... Ultimatum. You guys suck for not showing the Steelers, and because of that, I'm going to punish myself in the future and never watch Ultimatum. them on your station do you again. See, do you see what kind of power you have over people right now? And you're just laughing? That poor guy, Brent. Uh, this guy. Even in the future, he said. So I had something. <laughs> so here's when I, I get so many of these. You didn't respond. Well, I told I sent this to our programming guy. I'm like, I can't respond to this one. I'm not going to say the right things. But <laughs> So yesterday, Weber's like, I said, Weber, I'm, I'm hitting the Gainesville, Orlando, Tampa one. Get, I'm, I'm just going to write back and be like, it's not that far a ride to Gainesville. And there's, <laughs> and there's plenty of, plenty of bars, sports bars. Yeah, yeah. And so I start typing it up, and I start reading it out Brad, loud. You got a, a reputation, And Weber man. was kind of like, I wouldn't send that. It's not your game, bro. And I couldn't do it. It's not he your game. me. Nice job, Stuart. Please stop me from doing it. So I think it's, we, it's the thing Brent always says. If you're having any second thoughts about it, don't, don't do send it. it. Yeah, yeah, if you hesitate. Don't steal second if you hesitate. And don't send emails if you hesitate. Uh, don't go through yellow lights if you hesitate either. Uh, this one just in about uh, 20 minutes ago. I'm furious that your channel is not broadcasting the football game today at 5 p.m. I am too. That's it. That was it. 
I'm let furious that your channel is not let broadcasting football game today. Well, we're here let for him you, know. man. Congratulations. We you just made the show here for you. Let them know. What was, I guess we can't say that person's name, obviously. But These are mostly from people with Bell South and AOL email addresses, by the way. Who's doing AOL anymore? They're, they're, they, it happens. Well, then forget about them. Don't even, yeah, don't even entertain them, the AOL people. Come on now. Uh, it's 2020. But I just sent, like, I seriously just sent our bosses in, like, the news department. Yeah. I said, be ready at 502. Mm-hmm. The phones oh, are about to go crazy. Just, just. Off the line. They're, they're going off the hook. At five, yeah. Like, we should bring the radio show down to the newsroom at 5 o'clock. Just answer phone calls? To 5.15 and Let's just answer them. Let's Set, get it. Forward them up to the station. Let's go. We'll talk about it. Wow, man. But it's, um, and meanwhile, let me tell you where you can find it if you're heading home. 4.39 here on a Monday, and you got a 5 o'clock football game. I have some websites, too, you could use. And here. by the way, big thank you to Kim Berger, uh, who reached out to me on Facebook. And uh, she said to me this. I run the Steeler Club at the Moose Lodge Cool. on 3834 Southside Boulevard. All are welcome. Huh. They do have the package there. If you could spread the news, that would be great. You don't even have to be a member. Isn't that... Uh, no that, swearing at Brent. Yeah. No why in the world is the this Moose not Club. on? Just a simple, hey, let's... Let's solve this in an appropriate way. I like Let's that. come up with an, a, a solution. Well, and it sounds like a pretty exclusive thing and, to be a part of, And too. by the way, let's, been to the Moose Club. let's head to the freaking Moose Lodge. You, you ever been there, Moose Lodge? No. No. It's intriguing, though, when you drive past it. It's like, what, what's going on in there? Like that and like the the, 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 the car factory downtown, the Folgers factory? I've never met one person who works in the Folgers factory. So I don't really know if it's actually a front for something else. But like, <laughs> those are two places. So yeah, so, it's Wonka. So those are two places: the coffee things, <laughs> and then the, the Moose Lodge, where it's like, what's going on? You in never there? see anyone yeah, going in or call. out of the coffee place. That's, Name that's one a, guy who works in that place. That's a really good call. I, that's a that's a it's great a call. It's robotic. It's a front. Now it does smell like coffee. Call, call well, in by man, the way. Call in by the way if you do work there. In twenty minutes, if you want them, I can I can get coffee incense in here. I can have this whole studio smelling like coffee in twenty minutes. I usually it do smell nothing. like coffee. It ain't nothing. You know, one thing I still don't understand. About, and, and this is one of the issues. See, this is why I want Lot J built up, people. I want a Starbucks or something downtown near the stadium when I'm working Jags hey, because you can't go get coffee hey, anywhere hardly. Support local and get Folgers in the grocery store. Is it, is it Folgers? I want to say the wrong thing, by the way. I'm out at training is camp practice. Yeah, uh, or no, it's Maxwell House. My bad. Hey, Folgers is trash. Maxwell, <laughs> I mean, it is take, Maxwell House. To take it from me, Maxwell House is where it's at. I Folgers is good local trash. coffee places too, figuring, like Bold Bean and other yeah. But if it's well. made in Jacksonville, it's still local Maxwell House. But I can't walk to those places that are right down local? the road. Say what? Is Budweiser local? Could be. Depends right. how you shake it. Be honest with you, my whole intent on getting helping Lot J get built is based on a coffee shop nearby the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. I mean, I. You should be able to have a coffee shop. That should be your – if you can't get a coffee near the stadium, Daly's Place, or the rest, nah, man. then you're not a downtown. Brent, because you're not using your head here. You have Maxwell House. They're, they're a heavy hitter in the coffee game. So you think you're just going to open up a little mom-and-pop shop next to them and be like, oh, that's cool. Or they're going to come over there with baseball bats and be like, you better shut this down before something bad happens. You ever see Sopranos? <laughs> Yes. Okay, then. I, so you know what I'm talking about. I just have my one other thing about, like, Maxwell House, which I don't think it's a front. Can we get sponsored by them so we can find out? I don't know. If you stop saying Folgers, we might have a better Sorry, chance. I said Folgers are trash. Uh, but if – I just don't why, – why don't they have a side window where they sell retail coffee? Good point. Open until I mean, 7 for Brent Martineau because he'll drink it that late. No, seriously, why don't Can they? Do like, couldn't stuff? you do that? I don't know. I've got, they should sell Look out it. a little side window. Can That's I own that? Can I, can I buy into that? I mean, the, the, there's money to be made there for sure. 
We still do a little research here. Do a little recon. All Max right. So anyway, sorry, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. We'll keep you updated. Maybe even the play-by-play. Go to the Moose Lodge. I think Mr. Chubby's Wings has it on their TV. Cool, cool. I mean, you can't beat that. And DirecTV, if you, if you have it, I think there's a way to see it. Seven, seven hundreds. Twelve, eleven, thirteen, fifteen, one. Flip around. You'll find it. Ty will probably let me know in a little bit once he finds it. Yeah, yeah. Because he's out of his mind, too, about not being able to hey, watch games on ABC, to, NBC, or now Tell him to send me a text message, and, and I have a website for him. Don't worry about it. Now, yeah. it could crash at any second and put some you know viruses on your computer, but I got a website for him. I don't trust my kids with that stuff. Yeah, All right. I wouldn't either. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Sorry, Steelers fans. Sorry, Maxwell House. <laughs> I thought by far this was, you know, the, the best he's played, you know, since he's been here, which is really encouraging because it's not from a lack of him not willing to put in the work or willing to know what to do. You know, it's just getting out there and just keep going, keep going. That is Doug Marone on Caleb on Chase on. We were talking about him earlier. No doubt the best game. Uh, Doug Marone even said it's the best game he's played. Mm-hmm. And he said he was doing a nice job against the run. But now really stepped it up in terms of pressures. And Pro Football Focus, if you missed us earlier, said, I think five pressures yesterday for Caleb on Chase on, which, by the way, would far exceed what he has done. So, um, hey, that's good. That's good. I do. Colin Johnson, Caleb on Chase on. We saw a lot about Devon Hamilton. We saw some from Daniel Thomas. Not enough because he got hurt, but we saw some. Hey, you know who else? We'll put him in the show tonight on Jags Report Live on Fox 30 at 7 o'clock. But. Ben Barch played some yesterday. Yeah. Didn't really hear his name. Yeah. You know, the more I watch Ben Barch, like, obviously he had shown some brilliance, but I still get the vibe, especially in pass setting, that he's not the most comfortable, nor should he be because he's playing a new position, right? We, we talk about Chase on playing a position with his hand in the dirt. Well, I feel like I, I want to see Ben Barch at left tackle. I, I get it that that spot is pretty much shored up right now, but I still want to see him at tackle as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I just Those are good wins for the Jags, though. Those, those LaVisca Chenault now back in it a little bit. He ran a couple times. He's catching them. He got lucky on the one, but uh, <laughs> you know, those are good things. Like, it's Again, that's all there is to watch. I mean, that's all there is to like. That's all there is to get hope for next year on top of a great situation that somebody's going to walk into. And then the hope, hope, hope that Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence or whoever you pick is is just unbelievable. Yeah. A uh, couple of things about the NFL real quick. Are the, How about the Giants, man? I mean, that's your sleeper team. I was making fun of them. Daniel Jones became a meme. And now look what they're doing. I mean, they won four in a row. Joe Judge. I mean, shoot. You lose Saquon Barkley. You have the mess that's going on in New York, what it looked like. Mm-hmm. And I understand they, they got a little bit second wind and second life because they're still in in the NFC East. Bottom mm-hmm. line is they've won four games in a row. And to go out to Seattle mm-hmm. and win a game with Colt McCoy as your quarterback, wow. I mean, impressive. I, I was just really impressed. Now, we'll keep an eye on the Giants. I, I'm just Right now, if they end up winning the East and they have the lead, if they had to win the East, now I'm a team in the postseason. I'm like, uh, I don't want to play these guys. Yeah. Because they feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So, interesting there. New England Patriots are coming to life a little bit. Again, I think they got a lot of help by the Chargers, but still. They the, played some great football in December. What can we say? You know, and, and their defense is getting after it again, and their defense against the young quarterbacks, Kyler Murray yeah. to Herbert, who guys that had played well. Mm-hmm. They seemed like they threw Kyler Murray, by the way, into a little bit of a swoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see what happens with Herbert going forward. But, I mean, they are 
they really just are awful on offense. I mean, they can't. They have no passing game. Yeah. None. Yeah. And they they won forty five nothing. So, but I mean, the Patriots are the Patriots. Belichick's doing a good job. No, Bottom I mean, line is Belichick's doing a good job. Belichick's doing a great job once again. And all of a sudden, my bet could not be looking any juicier in terms of who's going to have more wins: the Patriots or the Jaguars. <laughs> Go ahead and concede <laughs> this one. A, Go ahead and concede listen, this one, please. Let's stop the hey, count. Hey, so, yeah. <laughs> all right, I have conceded that concede? one. You yes, yes. No, no recounts. You conceded. I've conceded. Brent Martin has conceded. And by the way, that that segues that, yeah. into another bet of ours, which I was, I'm still winning handily, but you got which, back in the way, race. He doesn't have to concede because it mathematically can't happen. I know. Yeah, but I still want to hear him hey, concede. We don't have to tell him that. Uh, Stuart, you don't, we don't have to tell you him don't that. Have to, come on now. But, no, say it. I dare to say this ben one. Ben Roethlisberger is winning this battle. Not, how? With with what? Ben Roethlisberger is having a way better season than Baker Mayfield. With what? Are you talking about with wins or stats? Both. Okay, wins and obviously not st- Brent. Are, are we going to the stats or not? Who are you taking in the? You have one game to Some win point. this year's play. Baker Mayfield or Ben Roethlisberger? Who are you Baker, taking? Just this Baker year. Mayfield on the Steelers? Yes. Intriguing. Very intriguing. Are they eleven and zero? Could be. <laughs> Look at the stats. No. Look at the stats. I'm doing a poll. I'm, no, that, that, that's not how any of this works. This Brent is going Martin, to be no. settled. If you no. can't settle it, then no. this is going to Brent, be settled. Brent. It's a, no, this is go-to, what are we by the doing? Way. This is the go-to. Like, listen, I'm, I'm making a poll. I'm about to go-to. lose my mind right here. You don't base the MVP award based off of, well, who's undefeated this year. I haven't heard one time anybody say, you know what, Ben Roethlisberger, MVP this year. You know why? He's undefeated. Okay, no. It's a stat-driven award. Just like to say, who's having the better year? You go off stats. So let's bring off Baker Mayfield's stats. Let's bring up Ben Roethlisberger's stats. What and we'll they? go from there. I haven't even looked. Neither have I, but I feel pretty confident <laughs> after last game. Mayfield, Mayfield, all of us. I mean, that was an unbelievable game. Yeah, I mean, if that he's, game he's capable. I that told game you. was like Mark Spencer. My gosh, he, he right. couldn't wait to text me after that one. After all the heat okay. that Mayfield so, took last week. <laughs> so, and hey, all of a sudden those commercials. They're pretty funny now. <laughs> yeah, funny. Oh, the, the, the one who eats turkey, the turkey in the deep fryer. I would say that was an Love impressive it. win by Cleveland. Yeah. That's the really the storyline. I mean, to go into Tennessee and do that to Tennessee, okay. that was impressive. What's our stats? Right for the stats here. Um, all right. Season stats. Baker Mayfield, 12 games. Are we going to, I mean, there's a lot of stats to break down here. Just Two, give me touchdowns and picks. 20, 21 and 7 um, and rushing touchdowns. Who cares? All right. So he's 21 and 7. Got that? Okay. Let me make sure. Yeah. Okay. 21 and 7. Ben Roethlisberger. You got 20 seconds. I'll find it. Don't. I mean, it's he's got a long career. I got to go over here. All right, real quick. 2020. Hang on. Hey, hey. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, dude. Okay. 25 and six. Ah, my stats are Extra even game. better. Hang on, though. Hang on. I'm my a, stats how many are better. Baker, the records how many games better. Baker, how many games Baker, Baker Mayfield? How many games that? 12? Trask or Jones? We'll have the same conversation next on ESPN six nine. You can't go to commercial. If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com.